Do you want to feel strong, confident, and ready to enjoy life? I'm Jen Shaver, a triple certified fitness expert and mother living her best midlife. I want to help you achieve a healthy, active lifestyle without ever having to go to the gym. We grow together every Monday, so be sure to subscribe and tune in to your weekly fit news. This episode of Fit News is sponsored by... Make wellness a priority in your life. Women's bodies face changes and fluctuations in hormones as they go through the cycle of menopause. Strong for Life offers an exercise program to help you invest in your future and health without crazy routines. We deliver the results you deserve from your time and effort. Go to strongforlifefitness.com to learn more. Now back to our show. Hello and welcome to Fit News. I'm so excited. Today I have a very special guest to share with all of you. Candace Jax is here. And I know that sleep is something that many struggle with. In fact, I read an interesting fact today that said nearly 50% of the people in the U.S. report some sort of, of sleep issue. So let's talk about Candace because she, after working in marketing positions in corporate America for several years, Candace spent 14 years managing a healthcare practice and struggling with certain aspects of her own life. She found a new purpose in health and wellness coaching. Now, as a certified sleep stress management and recovery coach, she's passionate to share her knowledge about the universal healthcare provider, sleep. No matter the ailment, sleep can help, right? Reminding her clients that we cannot pour from an empty cup. She educates with compassion, enthusiasm, and the belief that we all deserve to live long, happy, fulfilling lives. Candace is also a certified sleep science coach, certified holistic nutrition and wellness weight loss coach, and a certified group fitness instructor. And she's going to chat with us today, all things sleep, Bedtime routine, and we know that if we're not properly preparing ourselves for a good night's rest, that the best sleep environment in the world won't matter. So, Candace, let's chat some sleep today uh, because, Perfect. as I said, so many people struggle yeah. with sleep, and we know that sleep plays an integral role in our overall health, in our whole health, if you will. I mean, yes. You and I have talked about that, that golden triangle, sleep, activity, nutrition. Right. And I honestly believe sleep is is the basis for everything else. Um, right. Definitely. Right. So and thank you very much for allowing yeah. me to be here today, by the way. Of course, of course. I mean, you know, and I, I also feel that in a go, go, go society that we live in, where we're always go, 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 that sleep kind of loses its importance. And a lot of people wear that, um, yes, wear that as, as a badge yeah. of honor when yes. they don't sleep. Oh, I, I, I did. I only got four hours, four of, hours sleep of sleep last night. Last night. Right? Exactly. And then, and then we do. We glorify the hustle. We exactly. We glorify exactly. The hustle. Um, and it's to such a detriment too, mm -hmm. you know, but, um, yeah, definitely. Hopefully, you know, as people become more aware, we can get the education out there. Um, you know, I, sometimes I think it's, um, you know, people that whole mentality, I'll sleep when I die kind of thing. Um, right. But I also don't know that everyone realizes what exactly takes place when we sleep, you know, what, what happens and why is sleep important besides just your mom always told you, you needed to get, you know, eight hours of sleep or whatever. Right. Right. So, 
Right. You know, let's talk about that because we do know, as we were saying, that it, it is an important part of our overall health because we know that um, chronic lack of sleep can lead to increased risk of heart disease, yes. diabetes, obesity, cancer, dementia, just to name a few. Those are big things. Just to name a few. Yes. <laughs> but just, yeah. just name some big things, right? Yes. Yes. And first things first, I want everyone to realize that um, sleep is a skill. Um, being able to sleep is a skill. It can be developed just because you're having difficulty falling asleep now, or you feel like you never get enough sleep. It doesn't have to be that way forever. Um, and hopefully as people are more educated, they, they realize that. And, you know, we all have a sleep drive, just like a hunger drive. We're just not in tune with it. And like you said, it's, oh, I've got too many other things to do. Um, I'll do that some other time. And, and often it's not our ability to sleep. That's the problem. It's the way we think about our ability to sleep. Um, and I know you've talked about mindset with, with Rachel um, on a podcast, and so yeah. we'll go into that more in a bit. Um, but for those who maybe aren't aware of all the, um, the ways that we're affected by sleep, mm-hmm. um, every physiological process in some way is regulated or influenced by sleep. Um, this includes the restoration of our cells and tissues especially after you get a good workout in, if you're doing that um, resistance training like we all should be, um, you need that rest. Um, Emotional regulation, it improves our mood, it makes us less impulsive, allows us to make better decisions, Um, you know, especially if someone is on a weight loss journey. Um, It is known that um, people who have not slept enough, on average, eat about 300 calories more a day than someone who hasn't. Um, slept enough. They also have more difficulty regulating um, their moods. Um, You have um, increases in anxiety and depression. And again, whatever journey, health journey you're on, sleep is is a part of that. Um, Sleep is important for the removal of waste and toxins, not only in our body, but in our brain as well. The lymphatic system is how we get rid of waste in our body. The glymphatic system is how we get rid of waste in our brain. And that is 60% more um, productive while we sleep than when we're awake. Wow. That's, that's big. It's big. It's huge. That's and it's removing, <laughs> it's, yes, it's removing the protein that, incu- that accumulates in the brains of Alzheimer's patients. Oh. So think dementia, all, right. all of that. Um, your body needs that time to, to get all that out of our brain. Mm-hmm. Um, immune system modulation, of course, you know, with the pandemic and everything else, we need to give our immune systems every boost they can possibly get. <laughs> right. It um, is when we consolidate memories from short-term to Um, long-term. It's also important in the processing of information and learning. Um, It's also important in maintaining proper metabolic and endocrine function. Again, we talked about how those hormones that regulate blood sugar, lipids, hunger, appetite, satiety, um, all of that. Um, It affects all of that. And as you were speaking earlier about... um, what can happen when we don't sleep enough. In June of 2022, the American Heart Association added sleep to their cardiovascular checklist, recognizing healthy sleep as essential for optimal cardiovascular health. Wow. That's Again, big. <laughs> another big thing. Right. That, that, that's that huge. Is, yes. That's definitely. Huge. Especially women our age, you know, if you're talking right. about, you know, menopausal women and so mm-hmm. forth. But, you know, how much sleep do we need? Well, mm-hmm. they say adults 
typically, again, there's no one size fits all as everything. <laughs> um, typically adults 18 to 64 need somewhere between seven to nine hours of sleep. Okay. Um, adults 65 and up should aim for at least seven to eight. Now, I just find that so ironic that once we're retirement age, we don't need as much sleep when we actually have the time to sleep, but that's Oh, the irony. Exactly. (laughs) And and keep in mind that when we say sleep, that doesn't mean um, like you're going to bed at 10, you're getting up at six, so that's eight hours. No, we all know that you don't just get into bed, immediately fall asleep. Well, at least I don't. So, um, you know, you have to give yourself enough sleep opportunity to get yeah. that, you know, seven to nine hours of sleep right. as well. So um, I think that that's a great point that you that yes. you bring up because yes. I think some might be um, thinking, oh, well, I'm getting, you know, I'm doing that, like you said, the ten to yes. six, right? They're not counting the time that you know it took twenty minutes to fall asleep. They woke up once and had to go to the bathroom and couldn't get back to sleep. Yeah, right. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. Um, we we have to allow ourselves enough time. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the first things, though, that I think we have to do, if you ask me for recommendations for better sleep, is mm-hmm. we have to prioritize it. And we have right. to prioritize sleep. Just what we were saying or, earlier about, you know, glorifying the hustle and right. Uh, don't need to wear it as badge of honor, right? Because uh, it's not. It, it, it's 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 not. No. It's, and you know, it's the exact. Opposite. There's no such thing as I'll catch <laughs> up on the weekend. You know, your first mm-hmm. couple hours of sleep a night do help. You know, go against your sleep debt, but it doesn't work that way. Yeah. We don't just get to sleep 12 hours and boom, we've made up everything. It doesn't work. Um, You know, and we can say we prioritize sleep, but do our actions match our words? Um, Just like someone who says that they, that they prioritize exercise, Mm -hmm. but they don't go to the gym. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Right. You have to make sure that what you're saying is actually what you're doing. Yeah. And someone uh, made fun of me because I said, you know, we would never say, well, I'll catch up on eating on the weekend. (laughs) No, you wouldn't. That's great. I love it. And so don't say you'll catch up on your sleep. It's it's that important to me. And I know, especially as moms, spouses, people with a lot of of, um, responsibility, sometimes, I know for me, the only time I had to myself with no one asking me for anything and the house was quiet was when everyone else went to bed. So right. what did I do every night? Right. I put everyone else to bed. Yep. I stayed up too late just because I wanted that quiet time. Right. Now looking back now, <laughs> the best thing I could have done for myself was to go to bed with them and just get up a couple hours before they did right. to get things done. But yeah. um, I think that's where a lot of moms fall prey right. to the not enough sleep is because we just we just want that alone time, that quiet time. Right, so- right. And then, and then, you know, also, you know, as you were saying, a lot of midlife women are part of that sandwich generation, right? They're taking care of their own families, yes. but yes. then they're also taking care of aging parents. parents or aging relatives or something. And then they're kind of left in the middle, not taking care of themselves. Yes. And then, like you said, the sleeve is the first thing really to go. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. and I, again, I just think it's about educating people. Right. We just need to, to get some more education out there. Um, another interesting note, according to neurologist and sleep researcher, um, Dr. Kristen Wilmeyer, mm-hmm. every hour of sleep we get before midnight is worth two. So going to bed at 10 oh. is like getting four hours of sleep by midnight instead of two. That, that is interesting. Yes. Yes. That is really interesting. 
and I'm not going to get into the whole science of it and the circadian rhythms and everything, right. but there are um, there are certain processes that take place in our body at certain times of the evening. So okay. if you're constantly um, going to bed two and three hours later than what we should, mm-hmm. you're missing out on some of those, you know, reparations or something that are taking place. So mm-hmm. it's very fascinating if anyone's yeah. <laughs> interested yeah, to research that. But my second um, recommendation for better sleep is simply consistency. Consistency is key as with yeah. everything, Anything, right? Nutrition, our exercise, <laughs> but our brains crave consistency. Right. Um, so we need to get up and go to bed at the same time every day, even yes. on weekends, yep. um, which is so hard. And, you know, one or two hours is, you know, one thing. Right. Um, but again, thinking you're going to sleep till noon just to make up for what you yeah. missed the week doesn't work. And <laughs> another important thing is your wake time should not um, depend on your sleep quality. So if your alarm goes off at seven and you think, oh man, I slept like crap last night. I'm just going to sleep a couple more hours. Don't do it. Get okay. up. Yeah, get yeah. up anyway, because okay. all you're doing is, you know, messing up that system. Uh, going Interesting. Forward. Interesting. Yes. That's a great point, because yes. I think a lot of people would go yeah. ahead and do the opposite. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They also say, though, um, side note, we get on these little tangents. It's all good. If, you're, if you have to wake with an alarm, you yeah. haven't slept long enough. Oh. We should be we should wake up before our alarm goes off. If you. um when you first, I know you my dog does find alarm, <laughs> you have that sleep inertia. Yeah. Um, that means you haven't slept enough. So you wow. need to be going to bed earlier, earlier and giving yourself more time. Yes. And that's, that's the other nice. thing we need to pick our wake time first. Oh, and here's the problem. One that realistically, realistically works with our lifestyle and our schedule. And I think that's where, um, you know, behavior change is fascinating. We feel better in the moment by saying, oh, I'm going to go to bed and get up at such and such time uh-huh. because we feel better in the moment saying it. But when it comes yeah. to reality, we it's not possible for us. It just doesn't work in our schedule. Right. Um, so pick your wake time first, one that okay. you know you can adhere to right. and then work backwards from there. Oh, so that's great you know advice. Need, yeah, if you know you need to be yeah. up at six and you want to get at least eight hours of sleep per night, then you would have to be in bed by at least 10, but as we just said, mm-hmm. probably 930, 930 to give yourself yep. um, opportunity, that sleep opportunity. Right, right. Um, another recommendation is to pre- prepare your sleep environment that has to do with your bedroom and then all your immediate surroundings. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we don't really have time to, that's a whole nother subject <laughs> um, to get into. Because um, sleep but, hygiene is very important. Yes. We're not talking about taking a shower and all that. Yes. <laughs> I mean, although a, a warm shower bath does Yes, it does help. Yes. But I mean, when we're talking, you know, sleep hygiene, we are, we're talking about the temperature, the everything. Yes. What is in your room? Yes. Right. Clutter, right. Oh yeah. Clutter is horrible Right. um, in your bedroom. And, Mm -hmm. and which is funny because a lot of times when we have stuff, we don't have any place else to put it. Where do we shove it? In our bedroom, you know, because it's out of sight, you know, it's not in sight. But yeah, yeah, you're talking about, you know, how much light is in your room, Mm -hmm. you know, no TVs, TVs are horrible in the bedroom um, for multiple reasons. Um, 
you know, stress-free, clutter-free? Is it cozy? How um, is your mattress comfortable for you? If you've been sleeping on the same lumpy mattress for 20 years, <laughs> no wonder you're not sleeping well. So yeah, temperature, all of that. Yeah. Um, but then the other, what I wanted to speak about today, because as you and I said, mm-hmm. sleep environment doesn't matter if, you know, if you're not getting that bedtime routine down right. to get to the bedroom. Uh-huh. So um, creating a bedtime routine or a pre-sleep ritual, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. again, by performing the same activities in the same order every night, our brains come to see those as activities as precursor for sleep. Again, mm-hmm. our brain craves consistency. Right. And I like right. to say, you know, with, when you had younger children, would you allow them to run around, eat sugar, have a bunch of caffeine and wrestle around and watch a bunch of scary movies before, right before bed? No. Right. We wouldn't. That doesn't make sense. Right. We had a bedtime routine for them. You're right. We, we should have one for ourselves too. Yeah. We we need bedtime routines. Yep. Um, never one too of the, old, right? You never outgrow the bedtime routine. Yeah. No. One of the first things we need to do, which we're all guilty of now, <laughs> is put down the phones, mm-hmm. turn off our tablets, laptops, whatever, whatever electronic device you'd like to doom scroll on yeah. one to two hours before bed. Yeah. Uh, more if yeah. you can, um, yeah. but it's the light that affects our sleep wake mm-hmm. cycle, um, and the blue light emitted from electronic devices is weight promoting, which oh, yeah. suppresses melatonin production, which is a hormone very important um, for sleep, and it keeps us alert and awake, which is obviously the last thing we want to do. Right, um, yeah, opposite what we're trying to do. Right, <laughs> yes, exactly. And if you must watch TV, which I understand, that's how a lot of people mm-hmm. wind down. Um, one, don't have it be some exciting cliffhanger or anything that you're watching. Um, but two, there are a ton of blue light blocking glasses out there that you yeah. can get on Amazon or anywhere. Right. Uh, you can even get a prescription now. Um, oh. But wear those to to help block um, that blue light if you must okay. um, be on the TV and so forth. Yeah. Um, that also includes your environmental lighting. So as the, about the time the sun is going down, you know, unfortunately in Ohio, that feels about three o'clock right now. <laughs> right. Um, you can turn off your lights or at least dim them, you know, use dimmers. Yeah. Um, you could also just light a few candles and turn everything else off, but um, you want to mimic that um, sunrise sunset. Okay. Um, an important thing to remember is that the bedtime routine allows us to separate our day from our night. Mm-hmm. Um, it clears our mind and our body of the day stresses, and it's going to be different for every person. Um, you know, we keep every podcast. That's one yeah. of the things you guys talk about, you know, it's different for everyone. Yeah. Um, so you may have to try a few different things that we're going to talk about and just see mm-hmm. how it works for you. What works for one person may not work for someone else. Right. Um, but some ideas to consider when we're talking about our um, pre-sleep ritual is read a book. You know, reading can mm-hmm. be very relaxing. Right. I prefer to have the book. I'm I'm not yes. a person that likes to read on um, a device. Right. Um, yeah. And they actually look at <laughs> the difference between reading a paper book versus an iPad screen. Okay. I found that even when someone gets eight hours of sleep mm-hmm. after reading on a bright screen, their sleep quality is still impaired. Oh, wow. Um, The diminished melatonin production caused by screens makes it harder to fall asleep. And once we do fall asleep, it's less restful with less time spent in REM stages. So 
Yes, I guess it's better than most things, but, um, you know, and and I guess it's a generational thing too. I just, you know, grew up on, on yeah. books. But if you mm-hmm. can, listen, just grab yourself a Get book. Get that book at the library or the exactly. bookstore. And- <laughs> exactly. Listening to um, relaxing music is good. Um, studies show that adults who listen to 45 minutes of relaxing music oh. fall asleep faster, rest longer, wake up less during the night and feel more rejuvenated upon waking. Oh, wow. So again, get out, just right. Turn off the TVs, grab your book, listen to music. Turn your music on. That's right. (laughs) Um, Meditation is obviously good for a pre-sleep ritual. You can look into apps like calm or headspace for guided Mm -hmm. meditations. um, If, if you're new to meditating, Mm -hmm. Um, yoga and stretching is amazing. Um, to do before you try to go to bed. Um, obviously it's not only good for relaxation, it's good for our mobility. Um, as we get older, Mm -hmm. um, a warm bath or shower, as you mentioned, is also very good. Um, an Epsom salts bath is great because the magnesium magnesium. is great for sleep. Yeah. you can also add relaxing essential oils like lavender, chamomile, peppermint, or sandalwood um, oh, are good nice. ones um, for sleep. Um, another one is journaling. Do a brain dump. Yeah. So many people, you know, it's funny. I have people say, well, you know, I don't understand it. If I'm on the couch, I can fall asleep with the TV on. And, uh-huh. it, you know, as soon as I get up and go into the bedroom, I can't shut my mind off. <laughs> right. And I mean, racing thoughts are a huge problem um, yeah. with trying to get to sleep. So they recommend have a piece of paper, a journal, a pen, something next to your bed. Um, when something is keeping you up, write it down. Just sometimes just the act of getting all of those um, thoughts out of your brain and onto a piece of paper um, can help soothe your mind. You right. know, knowing that, okay, I'm not going to forget anything. Um, right. Maybe it's your to-do list. Someone's afraid mm-hmm. they're going to get something. Then right. take the time to write it down so yes. you don't have to, to worry about that. Yes, um, great advice. It, it is the fear of um, forgetting something sometimes mm-hmm. that creates that. That just keeps that brain going yes. <laughs> and not allowing yes. it to relax. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm guilty of, I, you know, I have my phone, so it turns down the light changes, you know, after a certain right. time of night, but there are times where I have to grab my phone and just send myself an email. So right. um, all of a sudden <laughs> I'll be idea. like, oh my gosh, you know, I forgot <laughs> something. So I will do that. Um, deep breathing exercises. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you guys have talked about breath work and so forth on the podcast. That's a great one. Um, you can do progressive muscle relaxation, um, lying down in bed. Okay. Um, which is great. Again, people can Google this and, and, um, or go to YouTube. <laughs> yeah. There's always going to be a video. Where on we YouTube. All go, right? <laughs> um, also, um, acupuncture is actually an underused, but it's scientifically supported, mm-hmm. um, alternative therapy to, um, improve sleep. Oh, Who knew? right. I didn't know that till I started studying it. Yeah. Um, importantly, when we talk about these things that we can try to help us relax, we have to try and test. If someone tells me that um, they just, they can't get to sleep, they're just a poor sleeper. The first thing I'm going to ask them is how do you know, you know, what, (laughs) what have you tried? What have you tracked? As we all know, attention where our attention goes, energy flows. Uh, So try some things and keep a sleep log. That's one of the first things I have people do um, when we start working together is keep a sleep log. That means, you know, what did you eat right before going to bed? You know, what time did you go to bed? All of that information. You don't really know until you track 
Um, and and that's just it. it, it the tracking is such an important thing with, with all things, whether it be diet, exercise, sleep, whatever, because so often we think, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, getting yes. this many hours of sleep or I'm doing this, but really when we put pen to paper, right. Yes. <laughs> then we see, oh, you know yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. that really and if people tell happen. me, I don't, I don't have time to get that much sleep. Well, here's a time study. I want right. you to track how you're spending your time every yep. 15 minutes of your day. And I bet you we can find time just like exercise. Nothing burns my husband's butt more than someone saying, why don't I wish I had the time to exercise like that? Well, he makes it a priority. That's why he finds time right. to exercise. Yep. While you're sitting on the couch watching TV for three hours after work, he goes to the gym first. So again, it's right. all about what what's a priority yep. to you. Right. Um, and sleep needs to be one. Yes, it does. <laughs> and and don't try doing five things at once. You know, right. just like New Year's resolutions. When uh, again, behavior change, right. we feel better in the moment saying we're going to change five things all at once. It's yeah. not sustainable. Our brain craves consistency. So it is going to fight you. So Mm -hmm. try one or two things max and track it. See if it helps. If you try five things and all of a sudden you notice you're sleeping better, you don't know which of the five things (laughs) was helpful. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I'm guilty of doing that so many times. But anyway, (laughs) uh, moving on. Timing is everything. We need to get um, bright light as soon as we get up um, first thing in the morning. Preferably natural light, but if not, um, I actually, I know you were talking about vitamin D Uh and being in Ohio in the winter. um, I actually got a um, therapy light recently and I swear by it. Yeah. Um, You know, I turn it on um, Mm -hmm. for at least a half an hour. Dr. Um, Chatterjee, who I love his podcast, if anyone's looking for another one to Mm -hmm. to listen to besides yours, um, he says um, 10 before 10, try to get 10 minutes of natural light before 10 o'clock every day, whether okay. that's, if it's bad weather, just sit next to a window where you can get as much natural light natural coming light. through as possible, even when it's cloudy. Yeah. Even better, if you can get your exercise, your activity in first thing after waking outdoors, that's even better for us. I love the 10 before 10 though, because yeah. that is something that seems very doable. Doable. And doable. that's what, what's important is the mm-hmm. doable aspect, right? Yes. Yep. Just like starting with 10 push-ups or 10 squats right. or whatever. Right. 10 right. minutes. We can all do 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, right. As far as timing goes, we also need to have just a small to moderately sized meal, um, no later than three to four hours before bedtime. Mm-hmm. Our body can't concentrate on all the repairs it's doing. If all of a sudden you shove a meal in and go to bed, now all of a sudden- right it's busy digesting a meal Mm -hmm. that it wasn't anticipating. Right. Um, So again, and it's also good, you know, for weight loss, if we're considering our weight too, that's not good for weight management. We don't need all those added calories uh, right before bed. Not like we're burning them off. Right. Um, I just don't feel good though. When you eat, when I eat mm -hmm. late, you know, just don't feel good. And then you don't, I feel like I don't sleep well either. Mm -hmm. So that's why, you know, yes, exactly. Good with that early, Six o'clock dinner, you know, five thirty, six o'clock because yes, exactly. Um has because that way when you're you can just go to bed when you're ready, go to right. bed. Here's right. a very unpopular one, avoiding uh-huh. caffeine after lunch. Um, which again caffeine <laughs> makes sense, but uh, it, so it shouldn't I be know, I know. Um <laughs> 
and again, caffeine affects everyone differently. So listen to your own body. But the reason caffeine is such a problem is the caffeine binds to the same receptors in our brain as adenosine. And adenosine is the neurotransmitter that causes sleepiness. So if the caffeine is binding to that receptor, adenosine can't until that caffeine wears off. And we all know about the, you know, the half life of, of caffeine. It takes quite a few hours yes. to get that out of our system. Uh-huh. So that's, that's the big reason they say to avoid it. You need the the time to get it out of your system. Yeah. They also say delaying um, caffeine until one to two hours after you wake um, is um, supports our circadian rhythm. Oh, so that's interesting eating, because yeah. I would think, you know, people um, immediately upon waking, what do you do? You grab your coffee, you grab your tea. Uh-huh. And that's another thing, just like the alarm yeah. clock. If you have to grab your caffeine first thing, when you get up in the morning, you haven't slept enough. Yeah. So, you know, try some water. Um, stretch. If you get sleepy, then try stretching, take a walk around the block or something. Um, but yeah, and avoiding it after two um, is best if okay. we can do that. Avoid alcohol. I know um, you and Pam had a discussion about yes. this. Um, it, a lot, so many people swear that it helps them get to sleep. Nope. Well, it might it help. Probably you get does to help sleep. them get to sleep, but not stay asleep. And it, that's it the first sleep. Component. Exactly. <laughs> it is. It is a sedative, so it will help you get to sleep, right. but it just tanks the quality yep. of your sleep. Yep. Avoiding late night nicotine if you're a smoker. Um, no difficult or stressful conversations within <laughs> two to three hours of bedtime. And, you know, my husband actually taught me this, whether it was he and I, which we don't, honestly, we're, I'm very fortunate. We don't have many <laughs> of those, but with our kids, yeah. do not start yelling at them about their homework or whatever, right. and then expect them to go to bed uh-huh. and be calm enough to, to go to sleep. Yeah. Um, that really hit me when he and I um, first mm-hmm. talked about that. Yeah. So again, nothing stressful. Um, yeah. Table it till the next day. Yep. And then napping, actually an early nap is okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but keep it 30 minutes or less. Okay. And nothing after they say typically um, after two o'clock, you know, after yeah. that lunchtime. Um, but I'm a big proponent for napping. Yeah. Um, it's It's funny because an early nap adds to the previous night of sleep, but a late nap actually subtracts from your upcoming night of sleep. Wow. Do it early. And then just some notes um, about aging, Mm -hmm. you know, being the menopause fitness specialist you are, um, the time it takes us to fall asleep, sleep latency does increase with age. It it just does. Right. Um, Right. Waking up after sleep onset increases with age. (laughs) Yes, it It does. does. Um, up to 42% of perimenopausal women have trouble sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, and according to the Sleep Foundation, about 61% of postmenopausal women struggle with some amount of insomnia. So you might be thinking, Candace, why are you telling me this? This is not, <laughs> not making me happy at all. Right. Um, I'm just including that information to show that you're not alone. Right. You know, that that some disruptions in sleep are completely natural. And, and we can't allow them to be a cause for increased anxiety. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's it's a fact of life. Um, it's not necessarily something we can control. Right. So if nothing else, when you go to bed, make relaxation your goal, even if yes. it's not 
sleep because relaxation can be rejuvenating to the body. Um, Not as good as sleep, obviously, um, but at least it it Mm -hmm. is. um, um, If you wake up and if you're one of those people that you wake up and feel you can't get back to sleep in the middle of the night, then then do something that we've talked about earlier. Do a jigsaw puzzle or something by very dim light or candlelight. The, The worst thing to do is to turn on those blue lights. Don't turn on your your phone. Don't turn on your tablet. Don't turn on your TV. Don't turn on any device. (laughs) Any devices. And along those lines, do not go to bed if for some reason you aren't feeling sleepy. Mm -hmm. If you think, oh, mm, it's 10 o'clock, I have to be in bed. If you're not, if you're not feeling sleepy, it's just going to exacerbate the the problem for you. Try doing something relaxing Mm -hmm. before um, you get into bed. Right. And then really uh, one of the last things I wanted to talk about is our mindset. If we have the time. Oh yeah, Um, of course. The label we use to describe ourselves is not trivial in anything in life. Um, The same goes for sleep. Whether you label yourself a good sleeper, a light sleeper, a poor sleeper, it all matters. Mm -hmm. Um, It's also demonstrated that the way we view ourselves as sleepers and the labels we give ourselves may actually be more predictive of daytime dysfunction than our actual sleep quality. Right. So in other words, if you view yourself as being a confident, good sleeper, you may function as well during the day as a person with far better sleep quality. Right. I mean, it comes and, down to, again, mindset matters, right? With anything. It does. It whether does. it's sleep, whether it's your your, your yes, diet anything. or your, your exit, whatever it is, it's your mindset matters. So if you're constantly telling yourself, oh, I'm not a good sleeper or I can't sleep or this, you yep. know. I believe in the law of attraction. What yeah. you put out in the world comes back. So yeah. be careful how you talk about it. Right. And if you have to, fake it till you make it. Yeah. If someone asks you, oh, you know, how are you? You know, say, good. I slept great last night. Yeah. You know, usually it's, oh my gosh, I slept awful. I feel awful. You know, just tell people, right. you know, act like it. Just like anytime you change it, you want to change a habit. You have to act like the person you want to become. Right. Act like that person. Say you slept great and then just keep doing that. The other thing is visualize mm-hmm. having the perfect night of sleep. What right. does that look like for you? You know, what what does your bed feel like? What's your bedroom look like? Where are you? Just yeah. visualize that entire process and just keep doing that. So when you go to bed at night, just visualize it. Right. And that, it that's a true. that's mm-hmm. a useful tool. In many areas, yes. isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. And you know, as with everything, give yourself grace. Mm-hmm. You know, right? It, it, you're not going to get a perfect night of sleep every night. Um, and focus on what we can control. Is this not a, a huge problem? Always, oh, yeah. um, you know, we, we there helplessness and fear are the fuel that power insomnia. Um, yeah. Education is the is the solution. Oh, That's where that. our power lies. I love um, that. We can control prioritizing. I'm sorry? Say that one more time. Fear and helplessness are the fuel that power insomnia and education is the solution. Yeah. It really is. We can control prioritizing our sleep. Um, we can control our bedtime routine. We control our nutrition, how much we're moving throughout the day, what time we go to bed. We can't control aging, hormonal changes due to menopause and other life changes, the demands of our job, other people, <laughs> all aspects of our outer environment. So we have to control what we can right. and let go of the rest. Um, and 
if sleep doesn't happen, like I said, just relax and enjoy the peace and quiet. It, it is restorative as well. Right. Um, and, you know, I know, um, I think Aisha had talked about cortisol mm-hmm. and stress and that yes. flight fight or flight thing. Mm-hmm. Stress is a huge problem in many areas of our life. And, and obviously yeah. sleep, huge. Mm-hmm. Stress is huge when it when it comes time to sleep. So if right. you're truly having a problem sleeping, maybe one place to start is getting your stress under control right. because you're not necessarily going to get one um, if you have the other. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That stress management is also uh, important. It's key. It yeah. is key um, for sure. Yeah. So hopefully yeah. I shared something that will help someone today. And again, sleep environment's huge. Um, yeah. And one thing I will say about environment is if you are a person who wakes up in the middle of the night and looks at the clock, turn it around. That's one of yeah. the worst things you can do. One is if it's digital, it's the light, uh, you know, <laughs> that's affecting you. But two, here you are, you are asleep, you wake up, you look at the clock, all of a sudden you're doing math in your head. Like, well, okay, if I sleep in the next 15 minutes, I can get, you know, got a whole story problem going on. Yes, seriously, turn it around, put it, yeah. put a cover over it, do something, but turn it around. But, and that's just one of the, the environmental um, and factors that can yeah. affect our sleep. But most importantly, you need to get that bedtime routine down right. um, to get yourself into that sleep environment to begin with. Yeah, yeah. Wow, Candace, you shared so many good nuggets today. I hope it wasn't too overwhelming. Too <laughs> no, many things. no, it's so hard I, to narrow was, it down. Well, it is, but what you shared was a great place for everybody to start. Yeah, and I love the idea of let's get back to doing what we did when we were two with a bedtime routine. Yep, yep, it matters. <laughs> yeah, it does. It matters, and you know, along those lines, we you know, I'm of the age where I could have grandchildren. Um, but if you're, if you're the age where you have children, we really need to model it for our kids too. Right. We we don't want them growing up thinking sleep isn't important that if I have something to do, it's, it's always going to be more important than getting to bed early. Right. And that's something I wish I had known sooner. Yeah, we all do. (laughs) (laughs) We're all in that boat together. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. Good. Um, and lastly, um, I just want people to know if you truly are having a problem sleeping mm-hmm. um, and you feel you may have insomnia, I mean, there's a there's a checklist of things that you have to be able to say you're experiencing to, to truly be diagnosed with insomnia. Okay. Please see your doctor, mm-hmm. go to your doctor, but not, but not capital N-O-T to get a pill. Yeah. That's usually the first thing they want to do is throw a right. pill at it. Please try everything else you can. Mm-hmm. Um, before going that route. And um, if you are, are having such a difficult time that you go to your doctor, ask them to refer you for a sleep study. Right. Um, you know, the wearable devices and all that are great. People think, but they're not necessary. It's just like, you know, our activity trackers mm-hmm. and everything. They're One, they're not regulated. Two, they're the not accurate. <laughs> the accurate tracking is to actually go have a sleep study right. done. And, and actually the number one treatment for insomnia should be CBTI. They call it cognitive behavior therapy for insomnia. Mm-hmm. It's okay. talking to someone. Okay. That, that should be your first route um, yeah. for, for treatment. Okay. 
but it's not something to take lightly. No, no. And I have also heard your life. um, I think, you know, maybe a lot of people have um, maybe don't want to go down that sleep study route because they don't want to be somewhere else. And I've heard that now they're starting to do sleep studies in your home. Would would that surprise us with all the, (laughs) with all the technology and everything? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So at least you are. So, Cause that's what, yeah. Most people think, well, how in the world am I supposed to get to sleep? I can't sleep at home. How am I going to sleep yeah. <laughs> with all these electrodes and blah, blah. Yeah. But yeah. it is, it is worth getting checked out. Yeah. Um, you know, I unfortunately can remember even in grade school, um, having difficulty sleeping. My sister would be asleep. We shared a room. She'd wake up two hours later. I was still awake and, yeah. you know, little did I know I, I should have gotten help way way back then. Yeah. Right. So, but it's not something I really talked about. I just thought that was normal. (laughs) Well, right. You know, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. And, and as you said, it's about educating, right? Because that's how we're going to help to improve the mindset on sleep, the importance of sleep, the prioritization of sleep, and then which leads to better health. Yes, for sure. For sure. Good. Uh, Candace, if people want to um, get in touch or get more information from you, where can they find you? Honestly, the best um, right now, because I'm working on um, a website, is uh, Candace, C-A-N-D-A-C-E, at wantwellness.com. And that's W-H-A-N-T, wellness.com. And that that want stands for wellness through habits, activity, nutrition, and timing. Um So, and that timing includes our sleep, our circadian rhythm and all of that. And for any of your listeners that would like to maybe go a little more in depth with me, Mm -hmm. um, they can just email me and say uh, they heard me on your podcast and get 50% off a um, consultation with me. Okay. Wonderful. we can, they, if they are interested in learning more about how maybe they can sleep better, I, I, I'd love to help as many people as I can, because it truly makes a difference in your life. Right. It is that magic elixir that's (laughs) inclusive. It's free. It's free, right? And everybody helps everyone. Yes. Yeah. Mm For sure. Thank you again. Thank for you, Candice. Jen. It was a pleasure. Anytime yes. someone gives me the opportunity to talk about sleep, I'm going to. <laughs> well, it's you know, as as you know, we as we've said a million times, it's so important, and getting that education out there is also so important. So, yes. thank you so much yes. for taking the time today. Thank you for doing what you do. I, I love listening to your podcast. I oh, learn well, thank every you. time. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Sure. All right. Thank you for listening to Fit News. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Fit News Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Shaver, and I'm on a continuing mission to help you stay strong, healthy, and happy. A special thank you to our producer, Noah Martin, and Retrospection Multimedia. Tune in to the Fit News Podcast every Monday to get your tips for living your best midlife. These episodes are live streamed weekly in our Facebook group. Be sure to comment, like, and subscribe to Fit News Podcast for your weekly health advice. To join the Facebook group, visit strongforlifefitness.com.